Good day. Welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper, and tonight I am off the cuff with whatever happened to you. The music I'm listening to comes from Javier, Javier Colon, his sensational 2003 album release entitled Crazy. No, I'm sorry, the album was titled Javier. The song is titled Crazy. Uh, I was riding down the highway over the weekend. And since I wasn't driving, I got to fiddle with the Pandora thing. You know, I found the Steely Dan channel. I found a lot of interesting stuff. And me and the person I'm related to by marriage started talking about musicians. We love to go back and forth about musicians. And I brought up this guy. Now, a lot of us saw him on The Voice. I don't know, maybe four or five years ago, I'm not sure. And as as soon as I saw him, it puzzled me. Because my first thought was, this guy is as good or better a musician than anybody on that voice panel. And there's some good musicians on that voice panel. I knew, hands down, he was a better singer than anybody on that panel. But he's probably as good, if not a better musician than anybody on that panel. So why is he on The Voice? I don't know. Doesn't matter. But it makes me think about what could have happened. Uh, Good, bad, indifferent. Hey, maybe he didn't get the break he wanted. Maybe the album didn't sell like he wanted to. Maybe he didn't want to record and he stepped back for a while. But then I turned that thing on me. Because here's the thing that going to homecoming, as I mentioned before, that I did. And homecoming just doesn't have to be in college. For me, it is. Your homecoming is anywhere that you go back and get what you need from the people who you kind of flourished around or you came of age around. Those are the people who know that spark. They know that something that you feel like you got, that they've seen before, and they know what it looks like. So that's what I, that's part of what I get out of. I love to share with the people I love, and I love a lot of people. And this was an extremely special homecoming, but I'm not going there yet. Okay. But here's the deal. I sometimes jot down lists of things. You remind yourself, because I used to tell my, my kids this, even though they're in their early 20s, sometimes they'd be a little shy about what they can and can't do. And I would tell them, look, write a column, the right, the left column of all the things you've already done and a right column of things you want to do. And it's not about the right column, it's about how long that left column is. We forget some of the things we've done. We, we don't count them anymore, and we should. I remember at about the same time this album came out in 2003, maybe a year before, I was riding down the highway in Washington, D.C., and for a couple of weeks, I would go and I would see the green light, and some days it was two green lights, or one green light circling another one. Or if it was a red light, it might be a red light surrounded by a green light. Now, I never 
well, I don't say I never, but I didn't worry about it as much because as soon as I got up to the light, they all combined into that one green light, which turned to yellow, red, and green that I was familiar with. Honestly, I thought it was just a good Marley night. Just another good Bob Marley night. But then I went for an eye examination. And what should have been 45 minutes turned into six hours. See, your eyes have pressure. Um, and the pressure number for your eyes, good pressure number is around 11. Well, my right eye had a good pressure number around 11. But my left eye was 44. And I come from a family with a history of cataracts, glaucoma. But it happened much later for them. For me, it was happening a lot earlier. And had I not gone to that eye doctor, I was, I was also informed that if my left eye pressure got a little bit close to 50, that's jeopardizing my sight in one eye. So those street lights weren't a good bar, a Marley night at all. It was glaucoma. And after that, I was very conscious of where I went. Daytimes are fine. Daytimes are fine. Nighttimes are different. Not only driving, your peripheral vision on my left side now, if you ever want to sucker punch me, come at me from the left, behind me. And not only that, but when the room is dark, there's certain shadows that anyone who has glaucoma understands what I'm saying. Things called floaters, things called shadows, which kind of make you uncomfortable about what you're seeing and where you're going. And plus on a good day at that time, if you, my left eye vision was almost akin to a piece of glass with water on it. So, I began to alter my paths. I wasn't as comfortable going places I hadn't been before. Wasn't as comfortable looking over my shoulder. Wasn't as comfortable driving. Wasn't as comfortable walking through dark rooms. Just wasn't comfortable. Life brings about what you need if you stay on your path. This is Javier again, the same album. The song is called Slow Motion. And when you're doing well, just like in a, a basketball player or any athlete or, or musician, when things are going well, they might seem like they're in slow motion to you. Everything is so visible. You're ready for every moment because you see it almost before everyone else does. That's how I was seeing life when glaucoma hit me. And whether I want to say it did or not, it took some of my everyday confidence away because I thought my sight was gone. Um, I'm saying this all to say, I have, a, I have a good friend now that I didn't know as much as a child, but I'm so glad he's back in my life. His name is Bishop Gibson. And Bishop told me one time, he said, you know what? When something falls apart or something changes in your life, find a way to go back to that day or that moment that it happened. And you don't think you can do that, but you really can. There's a moment 
that you said to yourself, this is different, and I'm dealing with it differently. Then you start to climb out of it. I've done three things this year that I've never done before. And they're not one-time things, like jumping out of a plane, which is something I will just say right now and I'll never do. Um, but they're things that I do regularly on a regular basis now. New things that I love doing. You know when you're young, you, you count up, you know, I'm four going on five, I'm nine and a half. And then when you get to the 30s and the 40s, you start saying I'm around 40, or you start wanting to count down. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. There's a Bible verse that says when I was young, I did things that it doesn't really matter. You do what you want to do. Your life is your life. You have to make what you want out of it. Perceptions of me is somebody else's problem. <laughs> hey, perceptions, you have a perception of me, great. That's your problem. I know what I'm doing. I know who I am. I know I'm a good man. And I take it from there. This too is off that same album from Javier. It's called She'll Never Know. Um, when I made that list, I, I, I realized that, hey, I would drive to... Baltimore at 2 o'clock in the morning to do a studio session and drive back all the way to Virginia. This is before we had GPS, before any of that stuff. And I did it because I wanted to, because of my passion for music and what I was doing. But that glaucoma kind of affected me a little bit. But then I decided to work my way out of that. See, here's the thing. Um, for me, there's legacy, there's love and there's lasting friends. It's legacy, love, and lasting friends. Legacy because of the work I do. I want, I want my work to carry, to carry on long after I'm here. Love because of my family. I love my family. And lasting friends because that's, that's, that's what it's about for me. The good thing about homecoming is I, I got... 40,000 new brothers. Again, I'm not going there now, but I will. I saw my old college roomie and she called me the next day crying because she was happy for me. People you love, people who love you, want to see you happy. She called me 12 o'clock on a Monday, just happy because she knew I was happy. Another friend of mine who I've known for 40 something years, Wanted to take the time to show me something that he achieved, that he was so proud of, and I was so damn happy for him. Because even though we've always been completely different cats, we're the same dude. We are. And JP, I love you truly. And I'm so happy for your happiness because you earned every minute of it. Guys, happiness is something you don't take for granted. You have to, you, you appreciate it, you live it, you love it. And then there's AG. And A.G. sent me a text when I got back to my home that said, look, he was happy for my happiness of from my new frown, long travel journey with all of these new friends I had. But he wanted to make sure they were add-ons and that he was still in my heart and I was still in his. And there's no doubt that that's always going to be that way with me. Because friends want to see you happy. But then I also respect that I'm part of their happiness. Legacy, love, 
lasting friendships equal life there's nothing else there's nothing else to it for me again we're getting to the point it's not about slowing down slow down if you want to some of my friends have earned the right and wish to and have retired but they're retired from work not from life they're living life more I'm living life more I'm living every single day and I hope you are too It's just about what you want And who you are And what you surround yourself with I'm an acquired taste (laughs) I really am And I'm so grateful for the people Who've acquired me Listen Find your place y'all It's still there It can grow bigger tomorrow Live your life I'll talk to you soon.